Hello and welcome to Scoppy Radio. My name is Deon Johansson. And I'm Maureen Smith. <laughs> Today. I'm cheery. <laughs> Today we have with... No. <laughs> Today we have with us the amazing... The sometimes a metronome. <laughs> the spirit of chaos and trickery. A regular Loki. <laughs> you are Loki, Loki. Oh, Loki. Loki, Loki. 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 Uh, Josh Smith. Hi. Hello. Hello. How are you? <laughs> I am recovering from our metronome ordeal. <laughs> Did you did you post that video that you were taking of it anywhere? No, I'm 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 probably gonna put it in sounding board. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So just here's, kind of like here's a reason to join sounding board. I'm yep. gonna post a video of Daniel getting mad. Is there is the video? Can you hear me get mad? Play the put the video up to the microphone. Oh, okay. <laughs> well then, well then, no one needs to join sounding board. Uh, well, no, they they can see it. You 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 want to see it? Apparently, you want to see it. <laughs> Missing Metronome Icon. Hi, new user. Not a new user. I've been using you for two years, Logic. Four years. So if it just how it looks right now. Control click the control bar to uncheck any items. Customize control bar. Who turned the metronome on? Is it even on there? Where is it? I'm like so fucking mad. <laughs> Count in. And then I don't think you're gonna be able to hear it. But the. But then I think right now is when there's a metronome clicking. Just no. Are you. Ref- what are you doing? Why are you doing this to me? And that's when Daniel saw that I was recording. Okay, okay. <laughs> and that's the end of the video. So, if you didn't gather, the metronome was going. We've had just kind of like weird audio space yep. from hell. I bought five, five of them used XLR because with the they launch weren't of the, used, not used, they were brand new. Yeah, with the launch of the gear library, spreading the gear a little thin, and I'm ex- it's new. It's starting out, so we're a little thinner than we'll ever be. I think. I think I'm going to be, like, prepared for this in the future and everything. But the XLR cables weren't working. Josh is on a handheld microphone. Because we have microphones being lent out. It'll all be fine. But then all of a sudden, the metronome was going and the <laughs> other thing. And it's also 10.15 p.m. It, it is 10.15 10, 15 p.m. PM. On a school night. On yeah. a school night. School. That's why you should give me a handheld mic. For summer. <laughs> School's out forever. For us. Do you think you're ever going to go back to school, Josh? I really hope not. Yeah. I mean, there would have to be. I don't know. I, I, I just can't imagine a circumstance at this at this particular moment in which I want to do that. Yeah. Daniel, do you want to go back to school? I, I've wanted to for a really long time. Um, we have GRE prep books. We do, we do. I, I, there was a period of time in which I definitely was going to, but I think now, now that I'm like my all my, my ducks are in the scoppy uh, basket, all of my eggs are in a line. Yep. Um, 
I think that oh there's the there's the subwoofer on the street I am in like a, I am like in a wow am I in a weird mood um I mean it's wow. real loud to be fair that is bananas yep it's just a car full of bananas driving just by just a car full of bananas <sighs> bananas what is happening is it Mardi Gras I don't know. I am really looking forward to. We live in Andersonville, and in Andersonville, we have this really cool festival called Midsummer Fest. Midsummer Fest. <laughs> it's Swedish. Yeah. And, um, There's usually have, a, an ABBA cover band. Yes, or seven. They yeah, all, they, I know, come it's really for, good. they come out. They come out. How? Yeah. When? Uh, I think. When it's, was it? Yeah. Uh, well, so this year it's going to be on June eighth. I want to be there. Oh, I mean, stick with us, kid. When I take no, <laughs> um, we, found out, we did Josh's. No, I know. Nope. We did Josh's full chart. Have you? Did you see? Okay, so here's what I would. I do want to touch on in the way that I want to touch on this um, is all of the new music coming out right now is remarkable. Like the new J Cole album was fantastic. I'm sure. I'm. We're not going to talk a lot about the Donald Glover. Uh, we're, the we're track not, to get track at all. Not, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I. We can, I can, we, I saw him, he hosted and musical guest at SNL this week. Yeah. Oh my God. Everything. It was so fucking was good. funny. The, mu- the music was great. The singing was great. The acting was amazing. He outshone the cast members. That doesn't happen that often. And, you know, you got, you got that someone real tested in the, I mean, the comedy world. And he's, he's amazing. He, I've yeah. been a Donald Glover stan for the longest yeah. time. I've like ever since I was... 12 and he was doing Derek comedy stuff and that just really hit my funny bone. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he didn't got the bro rape. And I <laughs> Well, and I, that's the thing, right? Is that like a little bit of a problematic past. But but I mean that's which is very much indicative of the uh sketch comedy world and I'm certainly not going to hold him. Yeah. To... Well, yeah, and I mean I'm just gonna say what I'm gonna say. I'd rather have it that way than the Kanye way, which is which is like, yeah, 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 oh, yeah. you were super really politically active, and then all of a sudden you're like really just kind of like. But I think I think in a way, isn't that like most most people we know kind of went the um, yeah with the the, the 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 Donald Glover way, not the Kanye way. Most people, oh yeah, I'm I'm laughed at all kinds of problematic garbage and did all kinds of shit, you know. And I've I I feel like our. We've all, I guess, as a society, taken a lot of steps forward in recent years. At least, at least, I don't know, maybe in, in, in uber liberal circles, as to um, trying to understand more. Oh God, where am I? Like, be more conscious of ableist language, for instance. Mm-hmm. Be more cons- conscious of pronouns, sure. all this kind of stuff that's leading to different, and even just being more conscious of what rape culture is, mm-hmm. um, has led to a kind of different discourse, and a lot of people seeing things differently than they once had. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that's, like, really the thing for me. Like, and I'm just kind of talking about this generally, like, something we've been touching on in questionable internet opinions because the internet has been so much, like, tackling of problematic material. Like, where do, you know, the three white people that host, a po- like, a segment on a podcast occasionally, like, what, where do, what takes do we need to get from these things and I genuinely feel like I know for me like I'm one of the most privileged people I know and like the like for me it's really just a matter of like being able to be like okay I need I like learning to listen learning to like with all of the the um 
the this is America kind of like talk back. Like I'm I'm I count myself fortunate to see the discourse that's happened that's that has been both both celebrating, you know, like you have your Huff Post and you know your pitchfork and you know your New York <laughs> the the New Yorker or whatever. All, like all of these like Mainstream kind of like bland liberal, liberal yeah. outlets that are like, here's the thirteen things you missed about the but I mean it's you know, I so I've been following Donald Glover forever and so like a lot of his videos have these all of these references and deep references, like hidden in backgrounds and stuff. His last five music videos all had a subplot about how he was an alien like and like was like a literal like with like mm-hmm. like gory so like it's 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 interesting to kind of see that level of like oh wow okay finally like establishment is recognizing like this is getting dangerously close to talking about the Donald Glover video <laughs> um if you get a chance go find the discourse of like both the the ex the excellence of the this, the Donald Glover this is America video, and but also find the critique because you know because it's out there, exactly. Mm-hmm. And things I think that's the one thing is that things can be two things. Something can be a moving piece of work, and and people can also be like, but let's really talk about this this one thing that he said or this other thing that he said in the past because like Donald Glover is like. <sighs> you're it's that old tried and true trope of like your fave is likely problematic your fave has done something problematic (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, how how to how to unpack that no because because you're 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 right but it's not just your fave is probably problematic you are probably problematic everyone has done things that are problematic, and I, that doesn't mean I don't think we should talk about them. I do, right? But I also think that we shouldn't all the time hold everyone to. We, I've like, seen people say, "Well, we should boycott this actor because he made this rape joke once twenty years ago." And you go, "There are people who've done, you know, like no, has he a pot? What?" What's his track record been since then? What's he done? Is it has it been good? Has the good outweighed one joke? Is he or is he Mel Gibson? You know, like if he's Mel Gibson, uh. then yes, buy Mel Gibson. And I mean, I just think the point is that we don't have to wear all of our past transgressions like the Scarlet Letter. Yeah. On our, if especially if we're moving things forward in a way that are positive, and moving yeah. ourselves in a forward in a way that's positive and growing mm-hmm. you know acknowledge what you've done wrong and then move past it don't hold on to it forever and we have to do that with our icons too well and that's the so the, a good really interesting parallel for me is when the reader was called out for being racist the Chicago reader was called okay. out for being okay. racist mm-hmm. um, and they were like oh yeah well we fired a guy but also like we're all you know all white dudes and so like you can't really expect too much from us and it's like Mm, how about instead? Yeah, that's the wrong take. Clean house. Right, clean house. <laughs> like maybe when you're when your mostly white staff is printing the N word in reviews, you you clean house. Like yeah. that. That's kind of where I come well, from. Just is like, like, oh god, I've seen this. This has been happening all lately. Since all of a sudden, there's all these stories about um, like unnecessarily unnecessary roughness of like police officers. Well, we know that. But you know, people like kicking people out of public spaces because, and then going. And backtracking and going, oh, I guess we shouldn't have done that. No, that's not the kind of thing you just move fast. That's the kind of thing like there's a systematic problem that led you to doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. It, just, well, it just happened at a university. Yeah. The kids dancing on a stage and they were removed at a graduation or something. Or the there's a really great 
and I know that one of the things we want to talk about was the White House Correspondents' Dinner. There was a really great Michelle Wolf joke in one of her stand-up bits that she was talking about, like, oh, did you hear about the Starbucks thing? Don't worry about it. They're having an afternoon. They're having an afternoon. Yeah. Right. Which and is that- just like, uh, what what civil rights problem issue has been solved with an afternoon? That's not doing jack shit. Well, and then on top of that, like, you know, liberal white women are furious that starbucks is going to be closed for a day (laughs) right like i saw some some tweet that was like i work at a starbucks and already today four white women have have complained to me that starbucks is going to be closed for a day which like how about instead why don't you just go to a small coffee shop why don't you go like Like, go the extra block and because the reality i'm gonna be that douche their coffee isn't even that good. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'll shit talk Starbucks oh, coffee all, day, right? all all damn day. I I just it's because I'm an iced coffee. I'm not gonna say connoisseur. I'm gonna say slut. <laughs> I don't really care where it comes from. Just put it in me. Yeah. But coffee, we're talking about here. Yeah. And um. <laughs> and uh, yeah, your Venus is in Virgo. <laughs> We'll get to that later. <laughs> we'll circle back to that. Um, so, but so, so I'll drink iced coffee from any goddamn gas station. But Starbucks, I'm just like, do I have to? Is it? Is it that it's like? Is it the gasoline? Yeah. Aspect of it. It's not yeah. that like. I don't know. It's one of those like people are like, yeah, I'm a hardcore coffee drinker. I want it to taste like pain. And you're like, no, no, that's not. I don't want that. I, I, <laughs> no, I want it to have like chocolatey notes. Yeah, I exactly. Want it to be not like... just be like some burnt horror show. Oh, I see. The thing <laughs> is like, I'm a, I am definitely have like in me the, I want a dark chest. Like I love Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Well, that, the, I love Dunkin' Donuts yeah. coffee. That is a different beast entirely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, when it, when it tastes burnt specifically like that's not a dark note that is a burnt that's, coffee that's you're letting it you're roasting it so in in coffee roasting the way that you know that it's a light roast is when um it gets past 395 degrees and that's when the bu- that's when the outer shell of the coffee bean cracks and mm-hmm. it's called first crack that's how you know that it hits 395 degrees and that's that's when it hits becomes the lightest possible note lightest possible mm-hmm. roast that you can brew mm. um but then between that and like i forget the actual degree but probably about 100 degrees higher than that and i probably i'm probably wrong there but there's second crack and so between first crack and second crack are when most coffee roasters delineate light roast to dark roast I have a feeling that Starbucks roasts past second crack, though. Why? Because it's like... Because even when you look at the beans, they're yeah. like... They're tiny and Well, I don't understand black. this American palette of, I want it well done. You know? Because I feel like it's, that almost <laughs> is, a, is relevant to me. Of like... Yeah. You're burning your food. And it, I, it comes from this, and it's honestly, it's racist. This idea of like, I like, like, I need my thing to not have any germs in it. Like, I need my thing to be clean or like made pure. Of like, well, I can't, I can't eat beef raw because then it'll have germs in it. Well, well, there's a whole how to. There's so many things that lead to that, and I think half of which is how it just 
horrifying our farming system really is and you're like no i don't want to eat that beef until it's really well cooked because it's not probably from a good healthy cow Mm -hmm. yeah you know there is that but then i think that there is kind of a layer of of not trusting who's in the kitchen oh that too sure sure. and i and you know and i think that it's and that's and and that I think is like under underlying like the the foundation of that is racism. Yeah. Although I do understand, it's easy for us because we're it's easy for us because we're vegan. <laughs> but like, yeah, like if you're if yeah, you're, you can't <laughs> cook a mushroom raw or a rare. Yeah. No. And so like, yeah. So I understand. I'll take that squash bloody. <laughs> you're straying from my point but like when it comes to like bad like bad farming practices like yeah unless the unless the strawberries were you know unless unless we're talking about you know romaine lettuce you know there's not much (laughs) there's not much that can go wrong well talking about restaurant practice um i have a new game for uh you oh right um that's right i call it uh, how many bug Yelp reviews will it take for you to not walk into this place? And how you play is you pick your favorite restaurant and you go, okay, how many bug Yelp reviews would I have to read to not go in there? And and, and, and I think we, the quality of, of bug Yelp review also matters. So uh, to clarify, bug Yelp review means that if you, someone's like, I went to this place and there was a cockroach on the wall. Which I, is much different than a cockroach in my soup. I yeah. think that there is a like a bar that you have to set with yourself as a person where you're like for for me gen- general rule of thumb I could read I could read four cockroach wall reviews and still be convinced that the food is worth eating. I for me for me it will depend on how horrified the owners are Mm, yeah like are the owners replying to the bug yelp review or it does it say like oh there was a cockroach and we pointed it out and the owners were like oh well you know oh you know it's that time of year (laughs) like but also it is that time of year if they were like oh yeah no we have terrible health if there's an f from the health department and they have well no 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 because there's a difference between there's a difference between and I think that this plays into like if there's a place that has one bat one bug review and then the second part of it is and we brought it up to the owners and they were absolutely horrified then I'm then I'm like okay they're gonna do they did something about it yeah. <laughs> surely they <laughs> right, did right, something right, right. about it and also it was probably the first time that that had ever happened. And here's the thing: from having worked in, you know, restaurants, yeah. guess what? It fucking happens. Oh yeah. And it doesn't matter how cl- you could be fucking cleaning like crazy; it still might happen. Show me a person that says they've never had a bug in their kitchen, and I'll show you a fucking liar. <laughs> right? Yeah. Exactly. No, it's, like it's I worked not... at a, I worked at an upscale hotel, yeah. and like I saw three mice every every week sure in the kitchen yeah i mean it's it's you know you don't want it in your food you know that's what so this is what i was saying one one there was a cockroach in my food that's a place i'm never yeah going no, that to. that's a big that's a, no that's thank a, you that's a no but if it's for like oh yeah there was one kind of by the front door there was one like 
underneath the cash register. Like, uh, I mean, Ooh, underneath the underneath the cash register is, is that's too far. Is it? See, it's an interesting. This line is a really interesting if it's thing. By the it's front, like if it's by the front door, then I'm like, oh, it's, that came in from outside. You know, yeah, 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 but yeah. if it's under the cash register, like, well, like some places the cash register is close to the front door. Yeah, but. But then it like has to cl- like it has to like climb up and like who knows how long it- I don't know. How many bird Yelp reviews would it take? But oh, okay, so what kind a, of bird a, Yelp it, review? It, it, what kind is well, like, oh, also del- have that Oh, how delightful. Oh, it's a robin. Oh, it's a pigeon. Oh, it's a cassowary. What? What's they like an emu? Oh my god. I think they're more aggressive though. What if it's a dead What if there's a dead emu review? Like I like I walked into this Panera and there was just a dead emu yeah. like right by the soup station and it was very very disconcerting. I would go to that Panera. I want context. I know, you would pilgrimage there. Pilgrimage to the You'd Panera. Like, you come. You would walk in and just like you would like outstretch your arms and look up to the heavens and just scream, "Emu!" emu! <laughs> Can I see where the emu passed? Can you take me to the place? And then you'd like lay in that in that spot. I would. I will take my bread bowl here, thank you. <laughs> For six hours, just Can laying. Can you take me to where you buried him? <laughs> and now we've started a religion. I like the. I like, yeah, actually, yeah. I like the I like the change in the tone of your voice too. Can you take me to where you buried him? <laughs> <laughs> If somebody, if some, if somebody walked into my cafe and was like, I understand, I understand that there was a bird in here. Can you take me to the table where it landed? I'd be like, I'd be like, I'm sorry, but you gotta go. You got to go. Okay, but what if it was a penguin? Would you say, yes, I will take you to that table? Penguin, living penguin or dead penguin? They're living, maybe. And it it came, was, did it come into the front door or was it, it like there right was there. a penguin in the kitchen? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. If, if I see on a place that there is a dead penguin. Okay, because, no, no, no. Because, That's a lot. That's no, a lot. A for, for, some reason, right for some reason, worse than an emu. Because uh, if I feel like if there was a dead emu in the middle of a restaurant, like that was that was a fucking the emu I, went on a rampage that's and the, there was right exactly yeah, you don't like, think of an emu often that emu came out of a zoo like that that emu came out of out of a zoo it was emu. it was attacking someone but like if there's a dead penguin <laughs> yeah, penguins are really penguins like, are pacifists I pretty know, much like. like like that's horrible (laughs) speaking of restaurants and birds so i worked at a restaurant in um in harvard square in cambridge massachusetts and if there's one one thing you might not think about with like boston or maybe you do i don't know there's actually wild turkeys around (laughs) and there was this and and they're very aggressive and they're (laughs) They are. <laughs> Wild turkeys are very aggressive. And there was legit one day, I was like scared to take out the trash because out of like the back door where we'd take out the trash and stuff, just a wild turkey. He sat there for hours. He was right there. <laughs> so I have some experience with large birds in restaurants. Oh my God. He was outside the restaurant. No, but like, honestly, like if there's like a robin or something that gets in 
and I see that on a Yelp review, I'm like, what kind of asshole writes okay. a Yelp review about a, a Robin that flew in? All right. What if it's Robin, the songwriter, singer? Here's my... I'm definitely going there. Okay, Here's yeah. my question. Cafe inside of a zoo. Okay. There's a cat. Let's say there's a cafe inside of a zoo. There's a zoo outbreak. And they got it. They got to call the forest rangers. And the rangers are like, we're going to. Why gonna, are the we forest rangers getting involved? Because I don't have. I have a very limited understanding how all this works. And I'm, I want to. I want to get through this but, bit. Just go through sure, it. Sure. All right. Sorry. Um, and they have to put down an emu. And then. But then the cafe is like mystery bird sandwich. <laughs> What? Are you, are you eating that sandwich? No. Are you eating that sandwich? No. Okay, wait, 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 okay, wait, wait. Let me let me get the emu out. Let me get the emu out. Turkeys, turkeys get out. Turkeys get out. And they're like, all right, these turkeys, they're really, really aggressive turkeys. We gotta put one down. And then, and then the cafe's like, <laughs> turkey, turkey sandwich, <laughs> turkey, turkey sandwich. Do you want a turkey? Well, you know it's fresh. All no, right. but they don't. They don't recognize. Like, here's the thing: you go to this zoo every week. Like, you know this zoo, and you oh, eat at this cafe every week. You know this cafe's restaurant. It. They've never served turkey before, but they're not saying like this was Becky, this was Charles, the the, the zoo turkey. They're just serving turkey for a limited time. No, I just doubt that's legal for so many reasons. Well, that's the thing is, it's definitely legal. They're definitely not opening up to it. They're like, yeah, no, this is just, we got this turkey from, like, the farm around the corner. It was free range. Uh, um, no, probably not. not, not I'm not going to eat that turkey. But no. the sandwich looks really good. Uh, no, no, I'm not eating the turkey. No. Chill. All right. God. That's a pretty, you're, you're a terrible vegan. Yeah, this is very aggressive. Oh, I wouldn't vegan. eat it. Yeah, I mean, I personally wouldn't eat it. Oh, but you're like, but you're, you're like, like pressing I would us it, but to you say would. that. You like, certainly oh, would. Oh, I would never eat it. I would never eat it. That would be terrible. This but was an exercise would, in right? salesmanship for me. That's what it really was. Bad at it. Maybe don't lead with the turkey example. <laughs> Bad at it. You. In fact, I what's like, your elevator pitch, Daniel? Yeah, like honestly, the way that you went about that made like as you went, I was like more and more convinced that I would not eat not the turkey. turkey. <laughs> you were like, "Come on, though, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you?" And I was like, "Fucking no, stop!" <laughs> also, you just—it's so I'm so you were not there this day, Maureen, but we. Our summer in Pittsburgh went to the zoo of a couple of us and did eat at a zoo cafe. Was, I can't remember the name, but it was like we were dying because it was like in the like south, like the African part of the zoo, and the, so the cafe had an oddly sort of racist name, and the whole thing was awful. Uh, <laughs> and they served like the they probably thing, served like Tyrannosaurus burgers, yeah, like that like, kind of stupid shit. Yeah. Oh man, they had a lot of those. <laughs> they just Disney. took me right back to a zoo cafe. <laughs> In Pittsburgh. Oh, man. Um, okay, so I wanted to talk more about the White House Correspondents' Dinner. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Go ahead. Take it. Take and it Sarah away. Sarah Sanders was dead, and they were serving a a, a sandwich, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they were like fresh. God, a white lady? I don't know where I'm going with this. Stop yeah. me, someone. <laughs> Stop <laughs> someone, me. please talk. Well, um. what's... Okay, so I, I, I am the first... Speaking of Sarah Huckabee Sanders, I am the first person to immediately say, don't criticize women in 
the Trump administration for their looks because it takes away from their because it takes away from the actual evil that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Like if if we're talking about how the person dresses, then you know whatever. That being said, Michelle Wolf had a really funny joke. <laughs> About Sarah Huckabee. Well, the, the question is, though, was that really about her looks or the fact that she's acting like that character? That's the thing. That's I, the but, thing. And, but my favorite thing that I saw, not my, well, someone pointed out, they're like, and also everyone's acting like looking like that actress is a terrible thing. She's not like some hideous monster. Oh, I know. Well, and that's so she like she said like that she takes facts, burns them and with the ashes makes a perfect smoky eye, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. which first of all addresses the fact that she is ignoring facts constantly like like, so like there we go like her actions are being addressed and second of all she's not calling her ugly she's saying that she has a perfect smoky eye yep right and so and and then sarah huckabee sanders she she came out and was like or like someone was like oh well we shouldn't be insulting these these you know women's looks blah 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 you know turning turning the dialogue that they would so you know i'm sure the same people insulting michelle obama mm-hmm. um but then yeah and then michelle wolf basically just like regurgitated what i said which is like I wasn't insulting her looks. I I was complimenting them. I think the real shame of it is I also feel like a lot of, like, liberal institutions kind of really let Michelle Wolf out to dry. Where, like, in all reality, I feel like as a, like, an institution that believes in, like, objective journalism, there's a level of um, responsibility to make sure that you're actually reporting what she, what the crux of her point was. Mm -hmm. And the crux of her points were honesty in reporting, um... You're profiting, you the media are profiting off of Donald Trump. You the liberal media are profiting off of Donald Trump. Like the New York Times has sold, probably sold more papers than it has in the, or like its viewership or clicks or however the fuck it works these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a person that runs a magazine, I barely know how it works for like a, for like the, the literal print to, to digital media transition. But like these institutions are like, you know, it's, it's any time now, any time that any celebrity does a thing, all most media institutions have to do is publish a two-paragraph article linking to the person's thing. Do you, you know, like, they, like yes. it's just about aggregating views. Like, it's not about, like, good reporting or, like, reporting things that are underreported. It's about just echoing and echoing and echoing and in the case of michelle wolf it was echoing this like oh it's it was all about women's looks and it's like no some of the most powerful things that the last thing that michelle wolf said is the thing that no one's fucking talking about which is that flint still doesn't have clean water yeah people are like outright refusing to talk about that at all yeah because you know what it doesn't sell papers Oh, you want to critique what like the American government at large is doing? You wanted to critique the thing that's been happening that was happening during Obama's presidency too? Yeah. The neither the Democrat or the and I think that's what I really appreciated about Michelle Wolf's thing is that neither the Democratic or Republican side of things are like in the right on this one. We've let this media like conglomerate 
experience like this aggregation like i'm gonna just pull your art story i'm gonna pull your story and we're gonna we're gonna just like all publish articles about the interview that kanye did we're gonna all publish articles about uh you know i'm sorry i'm i'm like blanking on references because the 24-hour news cycle we live in is just like a like a constant wash well, of, ex- you know, of experience it's really experience. interesting so i have started instead of um checking specific news websites right now I go on Google News, which mm-hmm. kind of just is an aggregate, like it'll list by section. Here's this story. But then it'll have, here's this story. Which one of these websites do you want to click on? Basically, it's like, so like, I don't know, something happened in North Korea. Do you want to read the Times? Do you want to read the Boston Globe? Do you want to read the Chicago Tribune, the Washington right. Post? Here's all of them, and here's their same story that they've all written. Click one. Like, right. It's basically what Google News is. Yeah. And it's hilarious. It's the same thing with Apple. Yeah. Where, like, a news... Or Facebook does the same does the same thing, where... Yeah. They have these, like, trending tickers. Yeah, I mean, that is a... <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is a purely 2015 to 2018 digital publishing thing. Of, like, that's where we're at right now. Is that, like, people haven't really figured out how to make the, like, pu- like um, reporting and, and newspaper model profitable. And so the way to do it is to kind of, like, point everybody into the same issues. And then and then splitting them off into your, into your like, more more or less a little liberal by a few degrees but mostly the articles are exactly the exactly <laughs> well exactly because it's all coming from the ap wire and so it's yeah, yeah it's yeah. that what it, what it was in the old like what it was 20 years ago before the internet was that you only got the paper that came to your city yeah but that's not really a, like you don't that's not an experience now if you get national news you can get all your national news from one place there's no need for you to get national news from a local source and like we haven't really, but the thing that gets millions of views, the thing that advertisers wanna wanna sell their advertising space on, is a is a national platform. So if a if a like that's well, a, that's it, a, so it, that's it, a, de- it depends on it depends on the it depends on the priorities of the of the entity because I think that some I think that some places that really put an emphasis on things that are happening locally and like enriching their community, I think that they do value a more local approach. But if you're looking at like Squarespace or like Walmart or like whatever, then like, yeah, they're going to want to slap their name on something that's going to get the most clicks. So I think that it, as with all things, I think it comes down to priorities. Yeah. But I, I, the, the thing that I think that you can't really deny is that for, for any organization that's trying to carve out like a local audience by not covering national, that's just not something that's prioritized right now. Like it's, I mean, it, it's, it yeah, can it's be done. It's a hierarchy of needs thing. It, yeah, it can be done, but it's, it's. When Rome is burning, no one really cares what's happening in uh, a suburb of Rome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's, I do think it's, um, it's something worth. You know, I mean, like, clearly it's deeply relevant to the work that we're doing. You know, like, we uh, we try to only publish things that are relevant to Chicago. And so, but, you know, like, I we need to have a certain number of viewership to be approved for press passes and to be approved for other things and to be considered by advertisers. And so, like, 
occasionally we have to think about running something that's just gonna like bring in the SEO because that's the thing is I used to think SEO wasn't a real thing but and I, not to like not to I'm not a big like SEO person or anything like that but I but then we published one article about Kanye and it was like oh actually yeah no Google really digs like is into this right 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 yeah it's 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 like a game that you play of like oh okay I'm just gonna like ride the 24-hour news cycle and that's what all of these national um newspapers are doing is they're just riding the like what is what are millions of people googling right now because that's what like the celebrity minds have dictated (sighs) i'm sorry i just went off on a rant i'd love to um transition out of this and into our favorite topic Mm -hmm. <laughs> Astrology. Well, so I have that Time Passages app. Astrology. And on there, you can get people's full charts done. And Josh didn't know the extent of his chart. <laughs> well, first of all, I'd like to I'd like to address the um the book of souls that Daniel has in his phone. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so, when you open up Daniel's Time Passages app, there are 30 charts of just various people that we've met in our in our lives like for example you have the gentleman who cut my hair (laughs) you have the the woman training the gentleman who cut my hair (laughs) you have uh do you have both of my bosses or just one (laughs) i don't think i have either of your bosses okay (laughs) um (laughs) uh yeah, um, your best friend from college, uh, the founder of Sweden. <laughs> oh, um, our dentist. Our, you, have our, you have our dentist? Yes. Wait yep. a minute, what's his chart? I need to get you my dentist. That's Remember. right. That's right. Uh, he is a Cancer Sun, a Scorpio Moon, and a Cancer Rising. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Um, that doesn't surprise me though. He's very caring. Yeah. So uh, I know that I've mentioned this on the show before, but if you need a dentist, reach out to me because ours is great. Um, The thing is, I don't know why, but this topic more than any other in my life, I really delay in doing anything about. So if you like really want a really very nice dentist, please just continue to harass me until I actually do something about it. I will harass you. Okay, cool. Uh, because I've mentioned that I have a that I have a really nice dentist who has a starving artist rate on this show before, and then like four people reached out to me about it. I panicked, <laughs> and then I and then oh my god, and then um I re- I actually asked him. I was like, hey, so I plugged that you have a starving artist rate on my podcast, and I just wanted to double check that that's actually the case. He was like, yeah, send me whoever you want, Aww. and then I never did anything. <laughs> So, like, if you are listening to this and you were like, why the fuck did Maureen refer me to her great dentist? It's because I panicked. <laughs> it's because I couldn't handle the pressure. People's health care was in my hands. It's too much. It's too much. I can I can make your coffee. I cannot handle your health care. I'm so sorry. So just harass me again. I'll fucking do something about it. Make, like, a group message. Great. <laughs> okay, cool. Get your teeth fixed. Everyone. Um, yeah, but we want to talk about astrology, right? Um, do we want to talk about the one piece of news, the other piece of news that we wanted to talk about before we get into the fluff? Not that, astrology's life. Uh, what's the piece of news? 
Um, oh. Just the thing that Anne wanted us to talk about. I didn't do enough research on it. I, so um, <laughs> I'm reading the article that um, just the kind of like AP wire article about it now. Um, it's it's. Read I'm it, sure yeah. that you've seen it. Oh, react to it, dear listener. I've, <laughs> I've I'm sure you've seen this, but the Iowa signed an abortion bill into law. Um, the the bill will be a six week abortion ban. I'm trying to figure out what that actually wow, six means. Six weeks. Uh, six weeks out of a forty week pregnancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it seeks to ban most abortions once a fetal heartbeat is detected. Yeah, it's called the heartbeat bill. Whew, the GOP controlled oh, Iowa House. Oh, it's a okay. it's a GOP Iowa House. Um, they approved the bill, and then the governor signed oh, it wow. today, I think, or so yesterday. For, yeah, so for reference, I think that you get your first ultrasound. So I know that you don't find that find out the gender of the baby until 20 weeks. Okay. And then um, I think that you get an ultrasound. I think you get... A couple that's before your first ultrasound now because so, that because of the first ultrasound that's when the heartbeat that's when they're listening for the heartbeat now does this run contrary to roe v wade i don't know or don't is this know. just i like what i don't understand entirely please so, write to the show if you know um so is, Ro, roe v wade roe v wade legalizes the we, concept like does is it just legalize the concept of abortion I believe so. That's my understanding. Yeah. Is that Roe v. Wade legalizes the concept of an abortion. So that this this law would... On a federal level. It right. le- It federally legalizes it. Yeah. This is like a stipulation to that. Yeah. This then. is like, yeah, you can do it, but you got to do it quick. Well, and so this is what the governor herself said. And the governor obviously is a Republican governor. She was very excited to, to sign the bill into law. Um, uh... The governor was like, I know this is going to likely get overturned into court before it even reaches the Supreme Court. Um, but the statement is one that she's she wants to have made. Yeah. Um, so that, you know, that's that's a uh, that sucks because like um, I saw some folks talking about this and I think that in I think that possibly our theater editor, Danielle Levsky, was talking about this, um, where in, I, th- I think, like, in Soviet Russia, abortion was legal because they knew that even if it, that if it was illegal, women would still be getting abortions. I know, and that's the thing, right? Is that um, well, so- and the, and the fact that the fact that fucking Soviet Russia <laughs> is more progressive on this issue than modern day America. Well, so in the spirit of the show, um, the post there was a post that blew up that our friend shared. Oh, weird! And I have it got- open on my phone right now. <laughs> well, yeah. And well, and so the the there's obviously there was obviously a Christian man who had a lot of thoughts. Uh, I, I I'm not gonna quote a lot of him because mostly I'll just go into a rage. But his opening thought was as such: May I ask how this is not caring for the lives of the mothers, especially considering how dangerous abortions are in the first place? Nope. I don't nope. understand how this nope. myth is propagated, and I I like. I, I think we need to have like a primer on 
and I don't really want to run this primer because like I'm not what? the most expert, but like an understanding of like they like abortions are safe, like like legal, so, so legal, yes, right, legal, legal abortions, abortions are safe, safe, and the more we um, criminalize abortion, the more back alley abortion abortions right. aren't going to stop. Just more people are going to have back alley abortions, and those are not safe. But so. But there was no arguing with him. People posted like the NIH studies of like, no, they're safe. Mm-hmm. And his response was, well, they don't take into account the um, uh, the, emotional the emotional ramifications. Yeah, ex- and long term, long term physical. You I- know, you know who I blame. You know who I blame for that. Who is fucking every television show and movie? Oh yeah, yeah, and but they all have ever like up until like last year, every abortion was like a regretful decision as it was portrayed yes, yes, in yes. any sort of media. Only until recently have we seen examples of women getting abortions and feeling totally fine about it. Yeah, because fucking uh, um, dude, like he's not talked to women about their abort. Like he's never talked to a woman, period, period. <laughs> like his, his wife and then like he, likely... I don't want to, like, generalize people, but, like... I mean, I think that it's going a little bit overboard to say that he's never talked to a woman. He's currently talking to Anne. But I think that... But then people... Starting a Facebook fight... With women who are talking about their own bodies is not a good look. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and that's what... I, what really what I walked away from, besides the, his ideas were a bit wrong, um, were, was that this fight, this thread that went on forever, and he petered out at some point and another man took over... <laughs> Oh, was good. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing tag team. Great. Tag team, straight white guys. It's telling good to women, know that there's so much camaraderie among these yeah, trash, right. trash, trash fires. Well, when I told my mistress to get an abortion, it was really rough on yeah. me. On me. Yeah, so, and just maybe listen to women. Maybe they know something about their bodies. Maybe, you know. And, and then also, they're calling... Oh, God. I just... It makes me a rage, 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 talking about them as mass killings, abortions, and... Uh, oh, my fucking and, and talking about how you care about life, meanwhile, you're prioritizing a clump of cells over a grown woman. Mm-hmm. But it, no one... There was just no talking... None, none of it. Didn't matter. Or, or better yet, these are the same people that want to put up a wall. These are the same people yeah. that approve the bombing of, like... Like yeah. dozens of Middle East countries, like and and like hundreds of innocent lives being lost just because there are different skin color. Like you're not pro life if you are also, voting Republican. I'm gonna take it to a. If you think that like a a, a clump of cells that just happened, right? Like, like this, we're talking like just this egg was just fertilized. This yeah. Second ago, right? If you think that that is somehow murder. Tell me you don't masturbate, please. <laughs> right? No, because, because, that, because yeah. that's how close it is. The, your sperm cells are alive, right? Yeah. So are you, uh, you're just killing all of them. Oh boy, you're a monster. Well, yeah. And it's like. Do you, do you, do you have sex with a condom, you idiot? <laughs> Not, you know, like, yeah. come on. For fuck's sake. Where, 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 you, where do you draw the line? You draw the line at a point where a woman doesn't have autonomy over her body. That's where you draw your line. You want exactly. to make sure that a woman can't, you know. Yeah, like once. Once, you know, an egg inside of her has been fertilized right. without her knowledge, she no longer has jurisdiction. No, right. Th- that's where you draw your line. That's bullshit. God. Ugh. Yeah. So that's my that's my hot take, is that uh, a lot of women, you know, six six weeks into a pregnancy is like, 
four minutes after you find out you're pregnant. Right. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Yeah. You, you don't know immediately. You don't know. Oop! Oh, I'm pregnant. <laughs> you're like, mm. Definitely I pregnant. F- I feel it this time. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, I feel it. Yeah. Ugh. Yep. I think those cells just said mommy. <laughs> like, oh, God. <laughs> you know, for fuck's sake. I don't understand the systemic reason for for it. You know, like, we are giving birth to... I mean, well, it's an interesting... So, like, Cornerstone's run has finally ended, you know? And I um one of the pieces to... From nothing without a company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the pieces of that was um, a priority on uh, pregnancies and and adoptions and stuff. And it and it you know spoiler alert, um, if you're gonna catch this show, don't. But it, it ended up kind of being like a trail of eugenics. And it's like I don't like I what I don't understand about like the Christian right is like what is the where's the the because like the population's only rising. You know, like what is the need well, the, the that's over my thing. The overbearing need to like, oh no, we need more babies. What what is that? And people and some some people on the evangelical side cite that for being like why gays are terrible, you know, because our sex isn't reproductive. Right. And why do we right. we don't we need less babies, mm-hmm. not more babies, and there's a lot of unwanted babies who you're not adopting. Well, because, so what's what's the end goal here? Yeah, and because I, I would I would like get I not get it. I would. Uh, I'm trying to think of how I want to verbalize this. The the piece of this that doesn't make sense is to be like pro life, but then also like anti contraception, right? And like yeah. anti birth control, because it's like if you like you can't like for me, it feels like we shouldn't be having this conversation that that way, where like these things are. I, and I don't know. This is obviously a white dude talking about about this, but like. Does this does what I'm saying make sense, Mo? I'm really sorry. I was looking at a lost dog post on. Do you understand Facebook. what I'm what, what am I what I'm trying to? Say? Oh, that's so sad. I, I know that. I, and so, like ordinarily, ordinarily, like you know, nail me to the cross. I I wasn't oh, listening to what good. you were saying, but I there was a there's a lost dog. Can um, we put out a a blast. It's Rose Freeman's dog. No, I know. I, know. I saw that earlier. Yeah, puppy. I was just saying that Missing I don't. Pup in Avondale. It, I wonder if the way that the arg- this like uh, argument is being framed by the right it, to like that they both are anti contraception and anti birth control, while being like anti abortion, like it it feels like that is a unfair way to frame the two sides of the. Well, to me, it is the ultimate lack of autonomy for women, right? And like I and and this. I've seen this time and I've seen this time again, time again, because my being raised Catholic, I know a fair number of I know a fair number of Catholics who now have children, and some some are you know very progressive about how they choose to have children, and it's fine, and some who I'm you know not as close with, you know, are super super like weird about it, you know, like there's you know it's. It, you know, not taking, not taking, you know, the, the woman's, you know, schedule or career desires into account. And it's, you know, and this is, you know, this is a woman who wants to have a sex life, but 
contraceptives are not a part of their relationship. Yeah, yeah. And right. and like, so it's like well then I guess we're just going to have a lot of kids. Yeah, like you want to ha- you want to see have less women have to go through the emotional trauma of of going through an abortion, wear a fucking condom. You want to have like you want like to have less like dead fetuses if that's the way you want to think about it like let women have autonomy to to take birth control but like, that- like that to me and i'm not saying like i'm not saying that either of these sides are what i like my personal views on the matter obviously like women's autonomy i'll tell you my view across the board mandatory vasectomies <laughs> well and and honestly it's what it is what it is is lack of respect for women's wants and desires cloaked in god's plan yes God's plan. Because God's plan is for me to be able to do whatever I want with my life. But those women who I knocked up, nope, they have to. God wanted that. And I mean, and I, I have a lot of, I have a lot of respect for folks who are. I have a lot of respect for folks who you know, who follow that path and and who you know really who believe who believe in that. I think it's really, I think it's really terrible and really, and honestly, the root of a lot of the issues that we're dealing with, that it's, that a lot of the, a lot of the problems that we're having are just lack of respect for a marginalized person cloaked in God's plan. I think God's plan is all well and good if that is what you choose to have in your heart, but if you're just, if you're just spider-manning that at an actual problem then fuck that yeah the reality i was just thinking this because i just got into in the last two days these arguments have come across my path um sometimes arguing with like an adamant pro-lifer is a lot like arguing with an anti-vaxxer and it just occurred to me i was like "Mm," he was using the same kind of like non-logical yeah as an anti-vaxxer would how fun for all of us well, and I th- I think that like we live in a weird world where uh you don't you can't really people that don't read don't always make it very apparent that they don't read. You know what I mean? Not okay. to say that like reading is the answer, although like reading is good. Reading is reading, reading is, is good. Yeah. Reading is generally good. But I I just mean that like or or you know uh, I have we've been we've been going to church as church musicians for a really long time and like i think that like bible study is interesting and valuable um but also like pick up a second book (laughs) pick up a third book like pick up a because i used to always say when i was younger i would always in my like weird like 16 year old atheist like oh read a book and and now i'm realizing the communist manifesto (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> read read books read multiple books really hear other sides of the argument like i think that's that's for me as i think that we can't i, I like i don't know i think that it's really hard to have discourse that matters when half of the people in this course are all grouping up into the same like theoretical space and then not listening to the other person's argument like I, like I, I don't know. I don't get the sense that you know because I, I think that there's a lot of um, oh both sides thing, where it's like you know uh, oh well liberals don't listen to and it's like I most liberals grew up in conservative households like me and some didn't you know obviously there are liberal households and there are socialist households and 
what have you. But um, like a lot of folks that have gone through like an abortion or or have gone through like no are told by the law the conservative side of the argument well and well and what sucks is that and like when you go like even now like abortion as it stands today is still like really shamey because mm -hmm. you go and you get you know you go to a clinic you go to a doctor and you fill out the paperwork and then you have to wait three days Mm -hmm. because they're like you'll change your mind yeah right 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 right. but i'm talking about like mary and joseph in suburban iowa like i didn't mean to directly reference the son the parents of jesus christ but here we are like the like very religious suburban iowan family like they're not being forced to read the diary of the of the of the liberal who's being put through that experience to like see her perspective on the thing not to say that that's gonna that's not the way to solve it but i'm just saying like that there isn't uh, it, to me, it comes down to, it, as as do most things, the importance of representation and the importance of for sure of having a broad perspective of everybody's experiences. Because the thing is, people, you know, Mary and Joseph in okay. Iowa, <laughs> I don't know, Mary and Steve in Iowa don't know don't know women who have had abortions or if they do they would never know because the women who have abortions in iowa don't talk about it or it's the one in the neighborhood that everybody knows that's the thing and so they don't care to they don't care to find out about what these women actually go to and instead they just accept propaganda as fact and it just comes down to hearing these stories and talking to these people who actually have experiences experience this and understanding what it's actually like instead of just accepting propaganda as fact Mm. and i think that that's a good place to stop because i at least this discussion just because we could go for a long time yeah um if you have more thoughts please write into the show we love that and we'll talk right into the show no one writes into the show anymore right into the show guys we used to get that a lot you listener write in Tell right us in, how your day's right going. Scopymag at gmail.com. Tell us things. Yeah. Tell us things. If you think that we were being ridiculous and and that we're wrong, it's like 11.15. I'm, yeah. yeah. But Do you want to quick talk about Josh's chart? <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, okay. Let's can... just talk about our Venuses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Venuses yeah, are yeah, fun. Yeah, so yeah, if you've yeah, got yeah. a... You, you at home, if you've been like following along with our... like astrology tour um you know about sun sign you know about moon sign you know about your rising sign let's talk about venus's venus is the sign the planet of, of companionship of dem- partnership of these nuts <laughs> the planet of these nuts, these nuts. Um, <laughs> i believe that like when it comes to like compatibility like that is honestly the as much important, if not more important, than your sun sign. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> uh, my Venus is in Scorpio. Maureen's is in Pisces. Um, it makes me wildly insecure and quite possessive, <laughs> apparently. And it which, makes and it makes me idealistic and willing to sacrifice and uh, 
likely to be wounded by my understanding of love and ready to take sides with the underdog and socially adept and easygoing. It's an interesting it's an interesting thing to think about, right? Because it's like parts of your personality. So like the way that you are with like intimate relationships. Like I don't think it's just obviously I do think a big part of it is kind of like romantic. But I also know that like a lot of times when very close friends of mine have other friends, I'm like what do you mean? Oh my god. <laughs> like why, why aren't you Of course. Why aren't you eating my food? Like what why aren't you why aren't you hanging out with me? Thank God. Um <laughs> You okay? Are you okay? Yeah. Um I don't remember what I was just gonna say. Son of a bitch. Well <laughs> let's talk you, about Josh's Josh, Venus. you had not seen your Venus yeah. before. No, no, this was, tonight was the first first time I found out about that one. And I think that the experience <laughs> of talking to Josh about his chart is really fun for me because <laughs> Because going into it, you're like, mm, this is dumb. This is a dumb, dumb thing that I'm that I'm being dragged through. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, you have a Cancer Sun. Oh, also, your moon is... What's your moon again? Libra. Libra. Libra moon. Uh, you're rising, though. Aries. Yeah. And I, I remember you reading those three things. And, like, do you remember what your reaction to that was? I don't remember my actual reaction. <laughs> I just remember you, it, you went from, like... Oh, this is bullshit. This is no, no, no. To, huh? <laughs> and then, and then the, it sounds like we having broad shoulders, and I was like, oh, <laughs> you got my number. Well, then we're sitting in um, George's, having some ice cream, like you do. Yeah, we were. Um, <laughs> and I don't remember how it came up. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy your full chart. Because I don't know if you're familiar. If you're familiar at home with time passages, you can get a, like a $25. Which, if you wanted to, if anyone is like feeling, you know, like they want to get me a gift, I really want to get that $25 unlimited thing. But anyway, I've only done about four. <laughs> He'll do everyone's charts. <laughs> yeah. I Really, though? Really, though? We could have a whole fucking wing. I would totally, totally just do a bunch of people's charts. Actually, what you should do instead is head to our website and go to our supported by box and click on one of our affiliates. Oh yeah, you should definitely do that instead. Astro Gizmo, uh, Sonia, who we had on the show, is a is a Scopy affiliate. So you yes. should go you should support her. Do this. Support Sonia because she's because she is just a wealth of knowledge. Yes. So instead of Daniel using an app, mm-hmm. you should go support Sonia. Yes. Yes, definitely go support Sonia. Definitely. Anyway. So, we were sitting in the place, and I spent 99 cents. 99 cents, not a full dollar. That's important. That last penny, that's going for bubble gum. We gotta wrap this shit up, so, like... <laughs> what did you glean well, from, so from my, reading about so Venus So, my Venus is in Virgo, and I... So I don't generally believe in the concept of a friend zone, but I'm pretty sure my horoscope friend zoned me. <laughs> it was like, wow, you're a good friend. <laughs> you're very particular. I was like, okay, fuck you. Uh, how do you describe it? Well, it's an interesting thing, right? Because like everybody's oh, likes to say that like, oh, you know, uh, horoscopes are so generic. Like mm-hmm. your horoscope can apply to anyone. That does not apply to everyone. 
the, the Venus and Virgo reading it, I was like, wow, this is not me. But but wow, if it isn't Josh. <laughs> well, it's the same thing like Venus and Scorpio are like reading that. I'm like, oh, wow, that's not me. Like, I'm pretty live and let live. Yeah. But like, <laughs> but but like. Yeah, <laughs> but who? If that's not Daniel, come on. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, that was. It was just. A, it was a lot. <laughs> you felt was, very seen. Kind of an attacked, also though. <laughs> seen and attacked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you're you're very giving to people as friends. <laughs> you like you like helping them as friends. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah, I mean it's. Yeah, I mean, I have a Virgo rising, and, like, Virgos are very detail-oriented, and, like, everything to be... If everything isn't, like, up to their standard, it gets very frustrating. So, like, trying to think of that in in relationship to, like, courting. Oh, yeah, because it was like, you will very probably miss people you could have dated because you were trying to find someone better. <laughs> I was like, ha, 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 fuck you, you stupid horoscope app. Boop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that and um, we found out that your Mercury and is in um, your Mercury's in Leo, and that you're, mm-hmm. and then we knew that you were in Aries rising, which I really account to this like people thinking that you should work with people. Thing. Oh God, it's so funny because I hate it so much. But everyone always, my whole life, is like, oh, you'd be great in sales or whatever right. bullshit thing. I'm like, that's literally would make me kill myself. Well, and I, I think you recognize, though, that that's a skill set that you have. Oh, you know? I absolutely recognize that it's something I'm good at, but it's something I hate so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. So, well, hey. That's astrology for you. Well, hey. Well, hey. Let's wrap this up. Okay. Thank you all so much for listening. I've been Daniel Johansson. I continue to be Maureen Smith. Is that the metronome? <laughs> I forgot about it. I like, I like forgot about it. It was a gift that I'd forgotten about it. Well, if there's anything I like to do, it's bring things right back. <laughs> rushing back. Rushing. R- rushing back. Josh, our, our metronome. Uh, conceptual bookends <laughs> yes um thank you all so much for listening if you want to keep up with what we're up to there are a lot of ways that you can do that i almost fucked up the outro um the first is to head over to scopymag.com that's our website we post all of our articles and podcast episodes there it's a great great spot um otherwise you can keep up with us on the old social media on facebook we have a facebook page called scopy magazine we also have a group called sounding board that we love and adore um there's a lot of fun stuff that we talk about there mostly arts and politics a little bit of astrology i'm trying out we might be trying out tennis content no i know it did it didn't it's not gonna play i'm worried it's not gonna play well though I'm wondering if the tennis content might bring out some lurkers. And so, like, balancing it out with, like, a heavy hand of astrology content and political content and, like, the, the same amount of content and just kind of, like, 10% tennis. You're going to you're, you're gonna listen back to this episode in four months and be like, why did I try to put tennis yeah. shit in sounding board? I know. Well, I loved... I'll, I'll never not love tennis, but... I, I just want... I just want... Sorry, this is after episode talk. We got to keep going. Um, it's my fault, but keep going. Tennis. 
I've been playing it. It's a fun sport. There you go. French opens in a month. I'm gonna. You can find us on MySpace. Put us in your top eight. <laughs> yeah, we'll put us in your top eight on MySpace. That would be super helpful for our viewership, actually, because like I bet you, what is with the? Just go. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll keep riffing. Um, otherwise, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr. We are ScopyMag on those places, spelled the same way as the website, S-C-A-P-I-M-A-G. I'm not sure if I spelled it at the top, S-C-A-P-I-M-A-G. Otherwise, you can uh, you can also keep up with us on our podcast on all the podcast places. Uh, specifically, for sure, we know we're on iTunes Podcast, Google Play, and Radio Public. If we have forgotten your podcast place, let us know and we'll check it out. Uh, under those places, though, we are Scopy Radio. And as always, I'm here to emphasize the importance of subscribing. If you go to our website, scopymag.com, and go to our subscribe page, there are a couple ways that you can go about that. The first is to enter in your email to receive an email whenever we post something on our site. This is huge because Facebook eats our shit. It just does. It's a it's a human centipede of a website. So <laughs> I so I think that getting an email every time that we post something is the best way for you to find out about all the cool shit that we're doing before all of your friends. And don't you want to be the coolest one of of your friends? You can also become a member. What are you doing? Taking a selfie. (laughs) You can also uh, become a member. Uh, For $5 a month, you're going to get a really cool pin that says go out and make something, which is our slogan. At $10 a month, we're going to start hosting events at our apartment, which is really fun. Those will get you, $10 a month will get you into those events. And at $25 a month, uh, you will be an advertiser. If you're interested in other advertising opportunities, please feel free to reach out to us at scopymag at gmail.com. We've got really good numbers. It's a really viable advertising platform. So hit us up. Cool. Thank you so much for listening. Go out and make something. Yep. (laughs) Stop it!